0: And welcome to Geekers Creepers. This is a very special episode. It is a uh, an '80s version of a of a special episode, and it it is about Stranger Danger. That's right, people, about Stranger Danger. No, actually, it's about Stranger Things season four. And I am joined by my friend Kelly. Well, we call her Kelly Kapowski, which seems to fit with the '80s theme. How are you, Kelly? Hey, I'm great. Thank you for having me here for Stranger Things. Yes, or also Stranger Danger. So um, Kelly is a huge fan of Stranger Things, as I I am too. Uh, And this seems to fit with the idea of Geekers Creepers. They're geeky. We're geeks for watching the show. And it's a creepy show. It literally fits the Geekers Creepers uh, idea. And so today we will be doing a spoiler. It's, we're going to be spoiling the show. Review of episodes one through four of season four. And then we're going to be doing a second episode uh, going over uh, episodes five through seven. Plus what we think about is going to happen for the last two episodes. I've got my theories. I know Kelly has hers. Kelly will also be jumping in with some fun facts for us all. Uh, so with that said let's get started with the very first uh, episode and that is i'm gonna do i'm gonna be reading a brief overview of the episode uh from wikipedia we're gonna talk a little bit about what we thought look into it oh i do apologize that's on me sorry about that and we're gonna look into what we thought about it and finally we're gonna re- uh give it a score out of five so five being fantastic one being ugh, i hated that. So. Let me start out by reading the first episode of season four was called chapter one, the hellfire club. Uh, In a flashback to 1979, Dr. Brenner is experimenting on children possessing supernatural abilities until a mysterious incident kills all of the children except 11. In 1986, nine months after the events at Star Court Mall, Joyce, Will, Jonathan, and 11 have moved to California where 11 struggles with the loss of her powers and is routinely bullied by other students. Joyce receives a porcelain doll in the mail, seemingly from Russia, and hides and finds a hidden note stating that Hopper is alive. In Hawkins, Mike and Dustin have joined their high school hellfire club, a Dungeons & Dragons club led by the eccentric Eddie Munson. As a result, they miss seeing Lucas win the basketball team's championship game. Max, who has broken up with Lucas, struggles to grieve Billy's death. Chrissy Cunningham, a student on the Trinity team, is haunted by visions of her family and a ticking grandfather clock. While buying drugs from Eddie Chrissy is possessed and killed by a sentient humanoid creature from her visions so Kelly does that kind of bring back the episode
1: yes yes all right that.
0: first one so we're introduced let's talk about some of these new characters we're introduced to okay we have uh Eddie Munson now I kept thinking they were calling him Eddie Munster you know like the uh, <laughs> And for the while, like, oh, that's a weird nickname. You know, it's like Eddie Munster. I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe because he's creepy. Um, so, what did you think of him the uh, the new the new uh, character in Stranger Things?
1: I thought it was interesting that they bring him in as a troublemaker, mm-hmm. and bring him in as a character who disrupts, which kind of plays into what happens to him later and kind of why people have an opinion about him that mm-hmm. they do. Um, so I liked that they kind of brought him in with the full fury of his personality of him being kind of like, you know, he calls himself a freak, but he's just like kind of a fun dude, you know? So, so, all right. I'm
0: actually kind of on the opposite end when I have, he's still not growing on me. Like, I don't like the character. He seemed like a bully at first. I'm like, okay, he's a geek. And then he seemed a little bit of a bully and the guy that's, He's a tough guy, but he plays as and Dragons. Look, there's nothing wrong with playing Dungeons and Dragons. I, I always wanted to be in a group. I don't know if I ever told you, but I tried to join a group back in uh, back in high school, and I was so bad they only invited me out once. I got turned on by the D&D geeks, so that's how bad I was. <laughs> no. um,
1: well, if you remember, Dustin talks about how Eddie was the only one that was nice to him when Lucas joined the basketball team and had all his new friends when they got to high school.
0: You so are exactly correct. To
1: mm-hmm. his kindness.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and so that's why it's like I'm torn because he's he has that tough guy persona. Like mm-hmm. when when uh, what's his name? Uh, is it, uh, is it Lucas? Is he the one on the basketball team?
1: Yes, Lucas is on the basketball team.
0: So when Lucas can't play or, or can't make the D&D uh, game, he gets mad at the other two and tell them they have to find another player. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I'm hoping he'll eventually grow on me because like I, I do like I think he's a good actor. Um, I think that. Have adding him in there, it like you said, it kind of uh, it changed expectations, or it, it um, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it defied expectations. You think of a dnd guy, you I would think they would all be geeky, but he's kind of a tough guy too. So mm-hmm. maybe it is a good thing the way they they add him in there because it's not like what you're expecting,
1: but he's also like a defender of the nerds.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true. Know?
1: So I, I like the character, and he's also a Brit, which I think it is <laughs> a lot of people when he's out of
0: character. I think a lot of the, well, a few of them I think are British, which uh, kind of catches catches me off guard because they're all supposed to be from, I believe, Indiana, if <laughs> it takes place. Um, so, in this episode, let me see. Are we introduced? We're introduced to a few other people. There's Chrissy, but she gets taken out pretty quickly. Um, uh, let me see here. Well, l- let's talk the episode overall. Now, it starts out with this. Dr. Brenner, you know, we get to see a little bit of background of Eleven. Like you don't know exactly what's happening just yet, but you notice that she's. It seems like she's taken out the entire. Um, uh, like she's killed everybody in the uh, in the laboratory, the Hawkins mm-hmm. laboratory. Um, so it kind of adds a little a little spookiness there in the beginning. Yeah, uh, and then soon thereafter, we're kind of given uh, a little insight into like what's been happening now I think I mentioned this before one thing that has caught me off guard is all the kids are now adults three years have passed since the uh, uh, since you know the pandemic they couldn't record so in reality all these kids grew up they're all supposed to be freshmen and it, it always really bothers me because they seem so much older and they are they're like okay. 18 20 you know Here, we'll I, talk
1: about the ages
0: okay <laughs> let, let's talk fun facts guys fun yeah, facts so, number one fun fact. let's, Let's talk about the ages of some of these, uh, of, what, of the characters right now.
1: Yes. So Erica is Lucas's little sister mm-hmm. in the show. And Erica, I think is supposed to be like an elementary school, right? Mm-hmm. She's supposed to be really young. Yeah. So she is the youngest cast member at 15. So she's actually high school age. She's the <laughs> only one that, is, is, that plays a child that is actually of high school and age.
0: I don't think they showed her in this season because she would have not, the last time we saw her, she was like sitting on her dad's lap. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a little weird. Yeah, that'd
1: be weird. <laughs> the oldest person this season is Steve at thirty.
0: Yes, know. Steve. I'll I mean, say I'm this, Steve. Steve does look like he's like he's got the twenty two year old look still. Like he he has it, but like um, oh, what's his name? Uh, who's Eleven's boyfriend? I always forget their names. Mike. It is Mike. Michael <laughs> looks like an eighteen year old kid. He is lanky. He yeah, is so tall.
1: One of the tallest cast members.
0: How, oh, another fun fact. How tall? Yeah.
1: So Mike and Steve are both five ten. Okay. So outside of Murray, who's you know the adult, one of the adults, mm-hmm. like they are the tallest kids. At yeah. 5'10".
0: And Mike, Mike is he's a he's a tall kid, and uh, he's lanky. Is even his face is different. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, you guys aren't freshmen at high school. I can't believe it at this point. But what you know that that being said, I, you know I, I. Hey, nothing we could do. We had, we had the quarantine. They couldn't film. So um, that, I, that's the one little part of uh stranger things. I have to kind of, I can believe that there are Demogorgons, but I can't believe these kids are in high school.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think even <laughs> Nancy, like they played, like they're going to college, right. To see Victor Creole when we get later into the season.
0: <laughs> yes. But she's supposed to be a senior in high school, but like, like even when she shows up to, you know, to play, like she's in college, I'm like, oh, okay, I, I can, I can see you, you know. I could see it's believable that you're in college. So um, I think
1: we did try to kind of push them into older roles, even though it. they're supposed to be in high school. So
0: oh, we I forgot to mention it. Does not They don't mention it in the in the um, uh, summary, but we also catch up with Steve and um, oh, what is her name? She's the new. Uh, uh, it is Steve and uh, is it uh, and Robin? Robin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which. You know, Steve is one of the characters that has really grown on me. He's been uh, like he's he's he was always he was supposed to be that the tough guy, pretty boy, uh, you know, just like the, the jerk. But uh, up until now, like he's just been a good guy. You know, he's like the babysitter uh, when Robin comes out and says, "Well, you know, she she's gay." He's he is like he's fine with it. They even like I think I I think in this episode, aren't they driving around and they're talking? They're both talking about girls, and I'm just like. I'm like, yeah, that's actually kind of cool, you know, especially because this takes place in 86.
1: Yeah. He, I've always liked his character, but I think he has really evolved and matured in his character and his relationship with the others.
0: Yeah. I I really, whenever he's on, on, um, uh, whenever he's on screen, I'm like, he's one of my favorite, he's one of my favorite characters, but all right. So in this episode, we also find out that 11 doesn't have any powers and that she is being bullied, uh, I, I like that, you know, it's kind of um, I, you know, kind of it, it shows some weakness, you know, in her and kind of builds her character. I she still doesn't say much, which is kind of still bothering me. I'm like, like, you know, she's. She's still really quiet. I wish we could learn a little bit more about her. Um,
1: I think that she is figuring out how to live in society. I think mm-hmm. that's part of it. Not only is she like going through an awkward teenage phase as like a teenager, mm-hmm. but also as a kid who's never been in the real world.
0: That's true. So that's true.
1: That Makes her an easy target for bullying. And she doesn't know exactly how to handle it. And no one is helping either. Cause she doesn't really talk about it. Like mm-hmm. you said.
0: And uh, then we have will, will, and is it Jonathan? They're living, uh, they're all living together with Eleven. And Will, in the beginning, you see him draw a painting and he has it with him. We don't don't find out what it is. Um, All right. There's a theory out there. (laughs) I am am of this theory. Is Will, is Will, is he going to try to be gay and does he have a thing for Mike?
1: Well, I think that's the least of it, honestly. I think he's a spy. If we're going to get into the theories this early, I think he's a spy for the Demogorgon. Oh, because he started the whole show as a spy for the dump organ.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I like that like, has
1: a lot to do with what all right.
0: Oh, well, there goes by there goes by gay theory. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought he had a crush on uh, on Mike, and it's just I like
1: think that's a front.
0: Oh, It'd make us
1: think that that's mostly what it is, but he wants to tell him the truth. I think,
0: okay, so all right, man, wow, okay, all right, we'll, we'll Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna post that on Reddit. <laughs> I'm gonna call it my theory. <laughs> I've got this great theory. <laughs> yes, um, that's actually really good. Um, yeah, because he just seems to be. Uh, uh, I feel bad for Mike because every season he he reminds me. Did you ever see The Hangover? Yeah. You remember that? There's, it's usually the three guys, and then they're always looking for his friend. And he, his friend never gets any screen time just in the beginning, and when they and at the end when they find him. You know that reminds me of Mike like he doesn't get that much screen time it's always just kind of like they're trying to find him and then you know There's
1: a reason for that though. All right, I think well, they keep him on the periphery on purpose because okay. they don't want to bring it all to the front right away because I think he has a lot more to do with what's going on than they're saying. All
0: hmm. well All right, well, we'll have to we'll have to go over go over this in our our theories. Um and, and- so now let's talk about We'll get. We're going to start. Uh, I want to talk about one more or a couple more things. Then we're going to give a review, and then we'll go into chapter uh, uh, part two. Uh, as far as we also have, of course, um, the Hopper story where they're trying to find Hopper, and uh, it is Joyce is gets that uh, thing in the mail, and she's she's looking for Hopper. You know, there was one thing that bothered me about that. Do you remember? Like, I think it's in this episode. Where she says that she's going to go get the money to try. It. Oh, you know what? That might be the next episode. I'll save that for the next one. Where she's going to get the money, but but let me just bring this up. Where did she remember? They they said forty thousand that they want, right? Yeah. This is forty thousand in nineteen eighty six, which is inflation a lot more now. Yeah. Don't you remember in the very first season, which is only three years ago, she couldn't even get any money. She had to borrow money from uh uh from her job. She needed like a take out two weeks out of a loan. How did she come up with forty thousand to get him?
1: That also occurred to me, but yeah, you know people can take out loans, I suppose or Th-
0: that's true that's true and it, it, it was a minor a minor thing because whenever I think of this family, I think of them as being not that well off you know that they're that they're the the only other theory I had was that maybe they were paid off by the government after everything that happened.
1: yeah, I know it did occur to me too though. I was like that's a lot of money mm-hmm. to just come up with
0: exactly, especially out in nineteen eighty six yeah. Um, oh, oh, you know, we are introduced to that other new guy, um, uh, Jonathan's friend, uh, oh, yeah, Argyle, Argyle, man, I'm be honest, Kelly, that guy annoys me. I'm just like, Oh, I
1: can't either. What? I cannot I stand him.
0: Okay, good, good. I'm not the only one.
1: But I think yeah. it's meant to show us how Jonathan is changing.
0: Yeah, he's becoming a stoner.
1: Yeah, Jonathan used to be like a big stoner. But now that Argyle's like compared mm-hmm. to him, I think he's starting to realize that that isn't necessarily who he wants to be. Mm-hmm. And so when we compare the two, I guess it kind of shows how Jonathan is starting to be different. I thought.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just, um, but, but his character, like they, they really push on the stoner mentality and, and, you know, he's always driving around while high. And I'm just like, you know, I know it's supposed to be funny, but one, I, maybe I'm just an old man, you know, this is, this is me screaming at the clouds, but you know, I just, I just find it, it's been done better. I just feel like they're really they're really uh, trying too hard it's for that.
1: Very stereotypical mm-hmm. in that way.
0: All right. So now let's talk about the creepy part, the new the new baddie, and his powers and and what what do you think of him? A Vecna? Yes, Vecna.
1: Well, how far do we want to go forward into how like I was completely shocked by Vecna? <laughs>
0: well, let's just start it with like with this episode. You know when, okay. he, when he first came out.
1: I think that it reminded me of um, The Crypt Keeper from Tales from the Crypt, which brought up very nostalgic child nightmares for me, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which I appreciate. (laughs) Um, They did a good job with like the creepy and especially the way that he would contort the victims like that. Like who who would think that? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it was very creative in the creepy aspect, I would say.
0: I, I absolutely agree. It was creepy. It was very well done. For me, it was absolutely Freddy Krueger, that whole thing where it's just like A Nightmare on Elm Street. And I, I think I mentioned this before, but a few weeks earlier, I didn't even realize this, that this guy, character was going to be in there. But I saw that Nightmare on Elm Street was on, um, like it was on, on Netflix. I'm like, hey, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. I haven't seen this in years. And then I watched this. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is like they really are copying off of A Nightmare on Elm Street, the way he looks with the crazy hand. Um You know, it's pretty much he kind of kills your dreams, even though you're not sleeping, but you're in a trance in his world. And that's where he takes you out. And it it was after I saw that at at first when I noticed that they were going to have this character that was more human like I'm like uh, after season three, I thought, well, I don't know how they're going to I thought it was going to be a bad, uh, a bad season. I was absolutely wrong. They did a good job. It is a legitimately scary antagonist. This guy is just Creepy beyond, you know, it's, it's very well done a lot. Like season one.
1: Yeah. So. And he, like, he talks to them first. Mm-hmm. It's also creepy, you yes. know, It's like partly just his voice. Like when you hear it, you know, he's coming mm-hmm. and the, the clock, you know, is also like the signal that like your time's almost up and it, it's, it's oh, I even
0: think about that. Yeah, you're right. The clock is like, your times almost up. You're right. That yeah, that, um but yeah, I think it very well done. So out of, a, out of five, what would you rate this first episode?
1: First episode, five out of five.
0: I go five Best out of five. Yep. Out
1: of it so far.
0: After, after I saw that episode, I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to be finishing the rest of these.
1: <laughs> it gave me nightmares. The first episode, I was like, I'm not sure I can watch all of these. It was so good.
0: So let's talk about the second episode. The second one is called Vecna's Curse says Hopper has survived the explosion underneath Starcourt Mall, but was captured by Russian soldiers and sent to a prison camp in Kamchatka. I don't know how to say that. Joyce and Murray call the phone number on the note she was sent and speak to Enzo, whom they deduce is a prison guard that Hopper had bribed. Enzo has them deliver a $40,000 ransom to his contact in Alaska. Mike flies to California to visit Eleven, where he and Will witness her being bullied by her classmate, Angela. Eleven eventually retaliates by striking Angela in the face with the roller skate. Max tells Dustin she saw Eddie run away that night, run away the night that Chrissy died. Along with Robin and Steve, they locate the traumatized Eddie and explain the upside down to him. Eddie and Dustin name the entity that Chrissy that killed Chrissy, Vecna. Nancy and her fellow student reporter Fred investigate Chrissy's death. Eddie's uncle tells Nancy he believes the killer is Victor Creel, a Hawkins resident who was institutionalized after allegedly murdering his family in the 1950s. Fred is lured into the woods by visions of a girl he ex- he accidentally killed before Vecna murders him. So, yeah this,
1: was uh, a
0: good yeah, this I didn't think this was as strong as the first one, but I did like this one. Um, I think we get uh, you know it, I think this one is more like the Hopper oriented, where they're trying to go after you know after Hopper and and uh, you know they get they they're uh, what do they call it the mystery. The mystery team is that what it's called from Scooby Doo, the Scooby Doo gang, trying to figure out like you know, Joyce is trying to figure out where he's at. They also bring back the one guy from uh the past seasons, the uh right? Murray, yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Murray's my favorite character.
0: Yeah, I get a kick out of him. Like he is he, when he's funny, he's legitimately funny. His his comedy, like he's he's got he's got the timing down. Um
1: no. <laughs> this isn't the episode where they're on the airplane yet. That's episode no, three,
0: right? No, yeah, okay. I think that's the next one.
1: So I thought the bullying in this episode was like probably the best depiction of bullying I've ever Mm -hmm. seen, like with the roller skating and how they pulled her out in front of everybody and like threw the drink on her and everything. And for, I I thought she showed a lot of restraint before she even threw the skate at the girl. I was waiting for her to do it long (laughs) before. Um, you know, I, I felt so mad with her. It was terrible. Yeah, I, me too. I was, I was
0: actually very angry, you know, with the um, Angela, I guess her name is. But I always wonder, like, why, why hasn't Mike done anything? Yeah. You know, like, he's been, he there, he's been watching everything.
1: And tried to, like, get them to turn off the music. But I was like, why wouldn't you go out there and, like, actually get mm-hmm. her?
0: Yeah. Or not even Mike. Also, I was thinking, I actually misspoke. I meant Will. Now, if your theory about being a spy that 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 makes sense, but Will seems to kind of just talk to her, not really step up, even though she's he's like kind of like the surrogate brother, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like
1: he knows that she's lying to Mike.
0: Yeah, and and he knows that she's been be re- she's getting picked on, um, mm-hmm. even because I think was it last episode where she shows the um, her diorama of uh, yeah. Hopper, mm-hmm. and she gets laughed at and picked like, on. Yeah. But even then, Will is just like, you know, it's okay. You know, it wasn't that bad. I'm like, you know, why aren't you stepping up a little more? It's just, it's unusual. Um, oh, here's here's another thing, Kelly, that I realized. Have you ever, have you noticed that in these episodes, especially the first one, they really don't talk about the stuff that happened in the past, like all the stuff that they've gone through? It's kind of kept- like, I kept wondering, like, why don't they ever mention it? Did you ever notice that?
1: Like the kids don't talk about it?
0: yeah like about the old again. the uh
1: i think because they're trying to forget okay Um, they're trying to like go back into regular normal life they moved Mm -hmm. they are trying to start over okay so i don't know if like talking about it is helpful necessarily for them
0: that makes sense and i think maybe it's also good for the show not to just keep dragging stuff that we already know but i was just surprised because like any other a lesser show would constantly be like do you remember when we were at this place (laughs) you know um but so we now also have uh, that scene where uh, the, the gang starts to get back together. We've got, uh, well, one person we haven't spoken about yet is, I always, I always forget everyone's names on the show. Um, it is not Max.
1: Oh yes, right.
0: yeah. yeah. the right Max. So she's she's out teamed up with, uh, is it Dustin? and uh then we have steve and uh steve and robin like they're all getting together trying to find uh oh geez uh the new guy uh Eddie. eddie
1: yeah so max sees what happens at least on the outside of the night that chrissy dies in eddie's trailer yes and she sees him leave in like a panic, mm-hmm. which she said could be due to somebody just murdering somebody. And he's in a panic because he just did something terrible mm-hmm. or that he saw something happen that was terrible and he was freaked out. So that's kind of how max comes into this episode.
0: And, and I, saw. And I think we're still like, she's still going through her brother's death, which mm-hmm. if you remember, he was, he was a jerk. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, I did think it would affect her that, much because i mean the guy was not, not even good to her you know not even nice to her
1: but he did end up dying for her
0: that's true that's so, true i guess that, he
1: redeemed himself at the end mm-hmm.
0: um and so she's kind of she's going through some stuff and i think the other reason why she thinks it might be more than just eddie murdering that girl was because if you remember she's inside her uh her little uh, uh not caravan what is that the uh mobile home yeah. and the lights start to flicker yes um, and she's kind of, you know, been through this before already uh, a couple of times with the gang.
1: Well, and she says also that like the power goes out in her trailer mm-hmm. all the time because it's that, crappy. So she true. can't be sure that it was anything other than that. But she does give him mm-hmm. an out, uh, the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. for a moment that I think saves him. Because if she would have gone to the police or, you know, done anything different, I think it would have ended differently. But I, she I gives agree. him that benefit of the doubt.
0: And is it, it, I think it's in this episode also where Lucas's crews, uh, find out you got the big guy, the, uh, basketball, uh, captain. The basketball captain who was dating the cheerleader
1: mm-hmm.
0: and now he's on the hunt for, uh, Eddie also. Yeah. Which yeah, that-
1: gives me very witchy vibes. It, it's like a witch hunt vibe that is very icky.
0: Yeah, uh, th- that's for sure. It, it does. It, it it's, uh, I don't know if you ever heard uh, one of our past Geekers Creepers episodes. uh, This was when Jose was still. uh, Oh, no, actually, I think it was with Eddie. Uh, It was a a few months back. We actually talked about the uh, satanic panic of the 80s, -hmm. you know, and how Dungeons and Dragons was tied to it and how like, you know, everybody was freaked out that, you know, if you played D&D, you were actually a Satan Mm -hmm. worshiper. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> which is kind of like this show does play on that which yeah. i get a kick out of it
1: because he does the devil horns and all of his you know hellfire club pictures mm-hmm. and like plays up the evil child even though he's not you know it's just a charade that he kind of mm-hmm. puts on but yeah they really grab onto that during the witch hunt
0: and oh sorry uh, give me one second Okay, and we are back. I do apologize everybody. I just realized that uh we've been i use zoom for uh recording podcasts. They just changed the uh the time limit so I think it's time to start looking for a new uh podcast uh uh software but w- with that said kelly uh we were talking about this episode and um well l- let's just go into the uh it to nancy and her friend the uh, she's being a reporter, trying to get in, get the inside scoop of this uh, of the killer, and it turns out that she brings along her buddy and uh, who is uh, uh, let me uh, her fellow student reporter Fred, who now is tortured by the uh, or starts to see the um, Vecna, uh, you know, okay. and, and gets haunted. It I would say it is very very creepy when. Uh, they come up with the police officer and the police officer starts to change into Vecna.
1: Yes. Oh my God. That, that scene is burned into my mind. It was so creepy. Yes. You didn't expect it. You didn't see it coming at all.
0: Nope. Not at all. i you know, like, why is he going after this guy? And then he makes the comedy. He's like, you know, you left. I think he starts. He's like, Hey, I think I know you. Are you the one that, kill that family and ran away, whatever found. Him. I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, who is this? Who's this friend? That's Nancy's friend. And it turns out like, you know, it, he's all imagining that, but it's Vecna messing with them.
1: But he, that was real though.
0: Yeah. Like he actually, he he murdered a family and made a run for it. Yeah,
1: um, wow. Because
0: the, he, I think he recognized the scar on the face. Like that was legitimate, creepy.
1: Yeah. That was a really good scene.
0: And then he disappears, goes into the forest. Nancy's looking for him. He comes across. I think it's the family that he killed. And they're all like in black and they're all like yelling his name.
1: And pointing at him saying he's the one.
0: He makes a run for it. And next thing you know, he's out in the middle of the road and comes or Vecna. Doesn't he pull him like underground into a grave? And he sees like in the middle of the road, he sees the accident that he causes. Mm -hmm. gets pulled into a grave and there's Vecna ready to, um, uh, to uh get him uh, one last time or just to to finalize everything and and he again takes him up into the air twists his body all over the place and just drops him to the you know drops to the ground
1: so the the reasoning behind who he chooses is that they have past trauma mm-hmm. unresolved past trauma right yes but doesn't everyone
0: <laughs> i agree so and, like, for the first girl, Chrissy, I'm like, what was so bad about, you know? Her that- mom,
1: like, gave her an eating disorder. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't super – I know it's bad. Okay, that is bad, you know? Yeah,
0: like, no, no, I I, I agree. But, but like,
1: like, also killing a family and running away from it is probably worse. Like, yes. why, yes. why <laughs> her first if not him first, mm-hmm. you know? I didn't quite understand that.
0: Yeah, I, I absolutely agree because if you're looking at past trauma – and don't get me wrong, you're right. Like an eE disorder would be bad. But I mean, when you compare the two, you know, like one of them, like with uh, with Fred, he caused that, and he ran away. He did something wrong. The Chrissy was just a um, seemed like to be more of an innocent, uh, you know, she was she was tortured by her family.
1: but then Max was chosen based on her history with her mother. Yeah. Like not feeling loved Mm -hmm. and having trauma around, you know, I guess lack of familial love and attention. I wasn't quite sure about that scene either.
0: I don't know either. And hopefully maybe they'll explain a little bit more. um, Because I would like to know more a little bit about to know a little more about why Vecna's choosing these people like with Fred easily understood why the other ones. Yeah, I agree. Um, so uh we're running low on time here, but what would you rate this episode?
1: Um, this episode Vecna's curse. Um, I would go three out of five on this one. Three not out bad, five. not bad, but not mm-hmm. the best.
0: Yeah, I was I was gonna say four out of five, but I think maybe I'll lean more towards like where you're at because it's it wasn't the hopper story. I don't know what it is, but it doesn't really it, it just I kind of wish it would have been done sooner.
1: Was you know, this to, a torture episode? I'm sorry. Was this the torture episode where they go into like all of the Russian tortures?
0: I believe so. I yeah, know oh,
1: to watch also, Actually,
0: you know, that may have been the next one. Let me yeah. see here. You know what? It may have been, I'm sorry. I just like, I got a, um, since we're running low on time,
1: Yeah. Just going through all the different types of tortures Mm -hmm. that the KGB was doing to him. I wasn't sure it was worth our time. I think we could have gotten that he was tortured with less of that.
0: I agree. I think just make it simple. I think they really had to drag this one out and, and the Hopper story's just been, I I wish they would have come to something, something sooner, but I think that's all leading up to the last two episodes where they're all going to join together. You know, I, and they're doing it for that reason. I'm hoping. Um, But all right, Kelly. uh, Well, I'll figure out what we're going to do for the next one. Will, thank you for joining me. Thank you so much. of course. And uh, this one will be up today. I got to edit it. And um, I'll find out what we're going to do for next time. I don't know if – I got to see what we're going to do as far as the software because we used to record these for, like, you know, I was planning on doing, like, at least an hour and a half or so, or an hour. But uh, thank you, Kelly. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you enjoy this. Uh, And I I really get – I really wonder what the – what the theories, uh, Kelly's theories are going to be in the future. (laughs) Because after hearing what I heard, they sound really good. But until next time, I do wish you all the best in life, love, and gaming.
1: everybody.